last time on Manifest Actual Play. Fucking episode. <laughs> uh, Kinsey, Pax, and Roland have been uh, in Tobias Station in the middle of the Badlands for some time now. They've been working towards the ultimate goal of overthrowing the corrupt Captain Morales, the captain of the uh, uh, the security team. Um They've been working towards that. They bought a saloon. The saloon is pretty successful. It's in the lower levels of the station. They've been making some connections and some friends. Um, and uh, they've they've been in the station for uh, uh, about three months, a little over three months. Um, and a couple things happened. One thing is they found a dead body in the vents. And the dead body turned out to be the friend of a member of the crime syndicate known as The Family. Um... Uh, the the family member uh, in question is named Salem Bahara, and he hired uh, these three drifters uh, to investigate his his uh, uh, yes. <laughs> the chat says friend. It is a former lover. Um, uh, uh, the um, investigate the death of um, Ephraim, um, uh, Sergeant Ephraim. I thought I wrote down his full name. Did I give you guys a last name yet? I don't think so. Um, uh, so, uh, Ephraim's, uh, murder is what their job was. Uh, they had to investigate his death and figure out who was behind it because Salem Bahara suspects perhaps somebody close to him, uh, was doing it because not a lot of people approved of his relationship with Ephraim. Um, now, uh, what happened immediately after that was Pax was confronted by a face we haven't seen in some time. Uh, Marshal Leonard Yen uh, from uh, the Alanastead Sheriff's Department um, showed up in Tobias Station and revealed that he has been tracking uh, the only living member of the Dead Man's Gang still out there, Sierra Phillips. Uh, and... Uh, he was tracking her because she has been hired by the Gatti family uh, as as an assassin. And these three drifters also did betray the Gatti family. So basically those, uh, as, as Roland so eloquently put it, uh, two vendettas kind of tied themselves together and uh, came after them. Um, Kinsey was kidnapped by Sierra Phillips, uh, taken out uh, of Tobias Station, and then um, Pax and Roland uh, split up uh, to address the situation. Roland deciding to uh, pull on what threads they had discovered in Tobias Station thus far uh, in order to hopefully uh, find some allies that they can use to, to save Kinsey. Um, and then uh, Pax and uh, Marshal Yen um, made their way to the rendezvous point to uh, break Kinsey out. Uh, when they uh, During this time, Kinsey discovered he had a strange connection with his uh, jackalope, the ability to uh, telepathically link with it, and because of that, he was able to keep Pax and um, Yen safe for the journey there. And then, uh, once uh, Pax split off from Yen and Umbra, uh, the jackalope, um, uh, to sneak up on Sierra, um, uh, Yen was shot with an arrow as he charged in to save Kinsey, fell off the jackalope. Uh, Umbra immediately got to releasing Kinsey from his binds. Pax stepped out to confront Sierra and took an arrow to the throat 
she was uh, she was shot. She took an injury, a class four injury. It, uh, the arrow went through her throat, like kind of slitting it, uh, and she started bleeding out. But that didn't stop her. She then leapt over the chasm and confronted um, uh, Sierra face to face. Uh, and between her and Kinsey and Marshall Yen's um, uh, revealing that he has a very powerful pistol in his possession, the same pistol uh, that the Dead Man's Gang was after all that time ago, uh, they were able to kill Sierra Phillips. Pax dealing the, the, the final blow uh, with that, with that uh, gun, that gun of legend. Um, however, Pax is still bleeding out. Uh, she is taking damage, uh, and, um, that's bad. But also, uh, Roland, while he was on the station, uh, confronted Gray Foster, started, uh, laying some groundwork to getting Gray Foster on, on their side against the Gati family, uh, and, um, is basically, uh, roaming around the station with a pack of outlaws, scavengers, um, uh, to, uh, basically continue, like, you know, breaking down barriers and trying to to make some uh, establish some uh, some semblance of like power in the system, um, but we're gonna pick up with uh, right where we left off, where uh, Pax, you shot the gun, it rang out, you looked and you see it's the gun from uh, from the lockbox uh, that Marshall Yen has produced from a compartment in his mechanical arm, um, and then things start to go fuzzy. Um, as you take a point of hit point damage. <laughs> um, the class four injury bleeding out um, uh, primarily deals with things in combat turns, um, uh, but once we break into a narrative, instead of it being combat turns, which is like a handful of seconds, um, uh, now it's going to be matters of minutes. Um, so about roughly every minute, you're going to take another point of hit point damage until you're dead. <laughs> uh, Kinsey, I believe uh, at the very end of the fight, you were knocked off of a cliff edge and you are hanging there. Um, with Sierra Phillips uh, dead, Umbra very quickly like moves and like gives you a, uh, an antler to, to help you up. Yeah, I take the antler and uh, jump on his back and then immediately direct him to get to Pax. Pax is right there, so he's, it's not, you don't even have to drag him. Like, she's at the top, okay. But... Yeah, yeah, she's right there. She actually, like, like probably is at this point is starting to feel the fact that she is bleeding profusely uh, from the throat. Pax, how are you reacting right now? <laughs> um, not great. Um, yeah. So, um, I'm gonna like, like, like I blink really hard and I like, like, kind of like paw it at Kinsey a little bit. All right, all right. Hey, come here. Uh, put, lay down, lay down. Can you can you sit down? The wound is on her neck, correct? Yeah, yeah. Her throat has basically been slit by an arrow. Right, all right. So we want to keep that... Keep your... Just lean against me if you can. Look, just right here, all right? You're okay. You're fine. Uh, and then I'll put pressure on the wound uh, as much as I can. Okay. Uh, at this point, uh, Marshall Yen kind of realizes what's going on and he yells, Pax! And, like, starts, like, clambering his way up. Uh, he has to, like, kind of backtrack a little bit to get to an area where he can start, like, climbing his way up to the elevated position where you and her are. But he's he's got a little ways to go before he can rejoin you. Wait, look, look, look. Does she have any, does she have any first aid kits or a, 
any any first aid cubes. Look in look in the bag. Yeah, you direct his attention to where her bag is kind of shoved in the corner where she was controlling the the stealth drone from, and he like slides down from his perch and like rushes over to it. Uh, you see, he does have like a broken uh, arrow sticking out of his chest, and he's like moving pretty pretty like slowly, but it doesn't look like it went deep enough. It looks like his armor did soak a decent amount of it, um, but he definitely is like moving with like a strain uh, from from that injury. Um, he's fine. It comes with the job. Uh, yeah, he. I mean, he's not letting him like it's slowing him down, but he's not letting it slow him down more than is absolutely necessary. As he like stumbles over and like rips open the bag and and uh, 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 like looks up to you. Uh, Pax, take another hit point damage. There um, uh, And he uh, he goes. She's got she's got uh, uh, some cubes and uh, and a med kit. And he like cu- he comes running over uh, and like starts tossing supplies up to you. Yeah. Right. I catch one. Uh, uh, my Jackalope catches one. I catch the third one. Yeah, he like throws like he throws it. He throws like the med kit, and then he throws like something else, and then he just like spins and like tosses the entire bag up. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you get a standard quality med kit, um, and three first aid cubes. All right, I'd like to use those to save Pax if I can. Um, Pax did say she grabbed everything in in our bar. When she came for you, which I can't imagine doesn't include the excellent quality med kit I built a while ago. That yeah, that seems totally reasonable. There's no need to like flashback for anything like that. Sure. That it's was a person. Uh, it would be in the saddlebags with Umbra. Oh, perfect, awesome. Uh, I, yeah, I'd like to use that then. That that will give me a better bonus, and I'm going to start fixing her with all of the tools available for me. Okay, so the conditions are very bad. Um, you're in the middle of the Badlands. Um, it's ex- like there's no like you've not established like a sterile environment or anything like that. Um, uh, so if you are jumping to uh, treating the injury, are you treating the injury or are you trying to heal hit points right now? Uh, treat, treating the injury, I think, is the if I treat the injury, then I can heal her hit, hit points later on. Yeah, yeah, the the hit points is just buying time, basically. Right. Uh, exactly. in, the injury is is uh, the the final the final thing. Um, so. Uh, with the conditions being as bad as they are, um, including the fact that you're missing a finger, uh, <laughs> That's right. uh, <laughs> uh, you can, so you lay, you like get packs ready and like you have the pressure on the wound, you start getting the supplies laid out and, um, we'll go ahead and say packs, lose another hit point. Um, as, as, uh, Marshall Yen makes his way, uh, uh, like, clamors his way up to try and assist you um, in whatever way is necessary. Um, but uh, going into this, you are going to be at, we'll say, a minus four. I'm going to go it strong. Okay. <laughs> uh, I would like to flashback. Okay. <laughs> um. Because I imagine that's the only way I can use motivational speaker on this test. Oh! <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that is an extremely creative use of flashback. You get that, for sure. I love it. Oh, I fucking love it. Yeah, okay. Um, I think it is, like... It's like the second or third day in which we've owned this bar. Uh, and me and Kinsey are, like, putting something together. And Pax has gone out to, you know, look for crime stuff. Or, or I don't know. <laughs> I keep track of what Max goes when she leaves. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, and I, I think 
Hey, Kinsey. Um, it, it occurs to me, we've spent a lot of time together now. Um, and a great deal of it has been sort of like, I'll give you a hard time, you know, when you say things that are just a little really, unwise. I, I haven't noticed. I thought you were just trying to be helpful. <laughs> sure. Oh, was it um, sarcastic the whole time? Let's just move on. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it, it, it does sort of occur to me that um, I may ruin this by letting you in on the secret. So, like, Pax works great as a tool with which to threaten someone, because Pax is quite obviously dangerous. She's oh, usually wow. carrying a very big gun, or a large shield, or a Several bow, knives, usually, yeah. Several knives, appearing from the shadows. Right. Terrifying. Unseen, unheard. And you've got your very nice gun, and you look like you know your way around it. And you've, you know, out in the woods, you know things about animals to keep people alive. But I've sort of always considered my secret weapon, our secret weapon, is that to the untrained observer, based on the way we interact, people think you're not that bright, <laughs> which is unequivocally untrue. Oh, that's very kind. I always, you know, assume, you know, you make a good point. You standing next to me, the comparison is you're definitely the smart one. <laughs> right, and I, I sort of count on that as... No doubt, at some point in the future, a key moment will come up. <laughs> someone will think that you are an idiot. <laughs> and it will cost them their life. Hmm. And I just wanted you to know that I do consider you to be quite, quite smart. I mean, you picked up reading extremely fast, even if most of the words you know are smart-based at this point. <laughs> <laughs> and moon-based. A lot of moon words as well. A weird intersection of vocabulary, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I just, you know. That's that's incredibly kind of you, Roland. I, I always thought you... Well, I always assumed that you thought that other people thought I was stupid, but I never thought that you thought that that was useful. Oh, it's incredibly useful. Hmm. Now, if you can just help me weld this together. <laughs> oh, should I hold it or... All right. <laughs> All right. Roll motivational speaker. Fantastic. This is such a good roll. Hmm. I think by flashing back here at all... I have abandoned the dream of the flashback within a flashback within a flashback. <laughs> you could maintain the dream of a flashback within a flashback, though. I might, but um, <laughs> I'd rather have uh, my friend. <laughs> That's so um, sweet. So I will play to the gallery to count. I will play. I will play to a lower gallery Ooh. to count this twelve. So explains. Aha. That is a 13, which is my original target. Oh! Wow. Yeah, wow. so, uh, yeah, wow. when you play to the gallery, uh, both your original target and the new target both explode. So if you play to the gallery into your original target, it still explodes. Okay. Take a plus seven. Bah! 
Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, also, Kinsey, you don't have to go in strong until after you roll. Just so you know. That, that does... Alright, alright. You know, that's, uh, that's fair. Yeah. So, without going it strong, the target is 14. Uh, if the, I mean, if that's correct. Yeah, I've given you a net plus 4. Yeah. Or, sorry, a net plus 3. You said a minus three, 4, Sonny? It was a minus 4, yeah. yeah. So I've given you a net plus 3. Yeah. Um, Marshall Yen gives you one more bonus. All right, all right. Targets are fifteen. I can. I'm sure I can't fuck this up. I'm positive. <laughs> Why would you say that? <laughs> Dear God, four <laughs> grit to be extremely nice to you for mechanical benefit. Why would you say those words out loud? Yeah. So, uh, so, uh, uh, Marshall Yen rushes over and says, like, looks and sees like the blood coming out, and he goes, "How can I help?" Here, take this, hold it to her neck. A good amount of pressure. Don't choke her. Right, right, no. Believe it or not, good, good, ain't good. my first time with a slit throat. You're going to be fine, Pax. Nice. And then, like, he, like, kind of, like, stands off to the side and is, like, pre- putting pressure on her throat. Uh, Pax, lose a hit point. All right. I think... The easiest way to do this, I am going to spend two grits to play to the gallery to count the 16. And that is five successes. That's what you need. You need five successes in order to successfully treat the injury. And I don't I don't have to go strong, right? So that, I don't have to take those back and smart those back. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, Yes. Uh, so... Uh, I don't think you had to spend to play to the gallery because Marshall Yen also gave you one. So no, that, that made my target four. 15 there. Yeah, 11 minus 4 is 7, plus 7 is 14, 14. plus, plus one, 1 is 15. Is 15. So, so I played so to the gallery to get that 16. Oh, 16. Sorry. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Pax. The, the spots are appearing in your vision. Um, you can see Marshall Yen looking at you wide-eyed, but like, kind of like, uh, like his breathing is surprisingly like steady at this moment. Um, as he has like his the the like pressure like the the pad pressured on your throat. Um, he's you, he's got his hand against the pad against your throat, and your hand there, and then his other hand on top of it. Um, as you and he hold it, that there, um, and he's like, just look at me. It's gonna be fine. And then Kinsey, you like take out Roland's med kit. Um, you mm-hmm. reconfigure it um, and like have it like scan uh, Pax's like uh, like throat uh, from afar. And it gets like kind of like a sonic imaging of like the like depth and like length of the of the gash, and it starts like popping up with like you know recommendations and like you know it already starts like nano. Um, printing some like uh uh some the like proper tools and then like you you like pull out like a section of it and uh and like marshall yeah looks to you you look at him and like he he's like all right we're just gonna ease off here pax just a little bit and like he pulls the the wound off and packs like everything like starts to fade you feel extremely cold as the as like the pressure comes off and the g- blood starts gushing again and kinsey you immediately get in there and uh you like uh 
like spray a substance on it that kind of starts coagulating the blood so the blood flow gets a little like easier and then you start like going to work on it and within within the next like two minutes uh you're working on that and packs you're like starting to feel a little bit better at a certain point like the pain you get injected with like a, a numbing agent so like you have this weird sensation of like your neck like the front of your neck being really numb and cold and your like fingertips are extremely cold and your toes are extremely cold and then after a minute like they start getting a little bit warmer and you're yeah. and and like Kinsey you like finish on the second part and then you work on like the skin graft across the throat um uh to like kind of like uh put a synthetic skin temporarily on her throat until it completely heals mm -hmm. and uh you like set that on and then like uh you and marshall yen completely covered in blood like you know all the way up to the elbows on your chest like completely covered pax soaked in her own blood um pax the injury is treated uh and you are you can erase that class four injury and you are fine Pax. I mean, Pax, Pax, come on, come on, yeah. Pax, Pax. Yeah. Uh, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think she's I think she's fine, Kinsey. I, I just have to. Are you here? Are you here? Are you okay? Did, what, what is my name? Kinsey. Hey, all right. What's his name? Leonard. <sighs> he like grins yeah. at that. <laughs> Welcome back. Gave um, us a bit of a scare there. Sorry to cut in real quick, but I don't want to forget. I do believe I just helped someone solve a problem using my wits. We all get an extra. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a predator was evaded if you count death. No. Predator to us all, Kinsey McShane. <laughs> What about it? I did not hesitate to commit to a dangerous course of action because I could have killed Pax. There was a very real chance. Yeah. You <laughs> initially roll four dice. If two of those come up 20, that's bad. Woo. All right. Pax, um, you're feeling a little shaky. But... Yeah, I, have two, I have two hit points left, so yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can I, can I uh, try and heal her hit points now? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm do that takes a little bit of time, Pax. What were you gonna do? Oh, I was gonna like reach up to like Kinsey's face, and then like bring him down and just like kiss him on the forehead. He did good. <laughs> You're a fighter, you know. I couldn't lose you if I tried. Also, your your finger is in the ice box. <laughs> I see it. Th thank you. I'm. I'm. Maybe we'll try and sew it back on. It is your finger, right? Uh, it looks yeah. like your finger. It's. <laughs> it, it's my finger. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, lay lay back to here, uh, Leonard. And I'll, I'll pass it kind of over to Lennon so that she's still, you know, propped on something. Yeah, he'll he'll put an arm around her and hold her up. Uh, and I'm going to try and heal her. <laughs> uh, do I still have my negatives? Um. Uh, so the 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 injuries like severity kind of affected that a little bit. So it's only minus three now. 
All right. Because the the blood flow has stopped. That was that was part of the negative. <laughs> Before it was, there was a uh, torrent of blood coming from her. <laughs> okay, I am in my element, and I think I'm going to have to use both of those uh, reliability. Thank God this wasn't your injury roll. No kidding. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Also, sixteens and seventeens. It's not. It's not fun. Um, <laughs> well, it's it's two successes. Okay, I like so... to think the end of the flashback we just did is like, 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 can you just like help me weld this up? And he just like cuts right through it with the welding torch. <laughs> That's what you wanted, right? Sure. <laughs> We can use it in a corner. <laughs> um, uh, so with two successes, that still heals five hit points because you're using a med kit. So the med kit automatically heals three. The two more successes makes it five. Good, 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 um, And uh, yeah, so Kinsey basically uh, uh, takes like a blood sample and then like uh, as like you're sitting there um, and Kinsey's like synthesizing and, and do like basically replicating your blood to like give you like an influx of like uh, of like some fluids that can keep that can like make you feel a little bit better. Um, uh, Leonard's got his arm around you. He's like holding up. He's like, "You all right?" Yeah. And then he like slides his hand over towards your hand, and then cups the gun in your hand and goes, "I'll I, I'll take this back then." He just kind of like sets it down next to him. Why do you? Why do you have it? I guess Roland got in my head. He said, "You know, putting it up, put bringing it back to Alonistead wasn't necessarily going to keep it secure." So I ended up. I mean, I you know I. I brought it back and made it known that I had it, but but then, you know, once once people started talking about what to do with it, I realized I couldn't I couldn't risk it. You know, it was going to end up in someone's home, and that someone's home was going to get robbed, especially if as long as Sierra was still out there, right? The whole Dead Man's Game was looking for this thing, so I figured it was safest with me. So, I mean, my captain wasn't. Happy about it, but ultimately, I got I got to maintain control over it at least, you know, pending Sierra's capture or demise. Yeah, and he looks down and goes, oh. Uh, the, and he, like, sees the arrow sticking out of his chest. He goes, yeah, I mean, it's... Kinsey can get to it later. It's fine. I just... Uh, not the wind out of me is all. Okay. Yeah, no, you don't... Don't worry about me. You just worry about you. 
and Kinsey, you finish like you know synthesizing uh, some like you know blood for for Pax, and you basically put her like on an IV and like you know get a little bit more blood in her system <laughs> so she feels a little bit stronger, a little bit more herself. Right. Uh, and as you're like as like that's being like done, Marshall Young kind of leans back and goes. Kinsey, whenever you get a chance. <laughs> oh, right, the arrow falls about that here. Uh, um, come, come in, um, Umbra, and uh, I'll I'll prop packs against Umbra, uh, like laying down in cute little like you position, kind of like uh, that dog in the corner. There. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Pax, you're able to lean up against Umbra. Uh, you look over. Umbra's big brown, like amber eyes are looking at you. Uh, and like you get scratches. <laughs> some scratches, and he he like reaches down and like sniffs at your knee a little bit, and then kind of nibbles at your like pant leg. I mean, nothing like you're not like nibbling, like biting, like more like kind I was of like trying to figure out if I had food or anything. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you have food, he'll always take it. But uh, <laughs> um. Yeah, Kinsey, uh, Marshall Yen's playing down his injury. It's very bad. <laughs> he's not bleeding out, and he's he hasn't lost a limb, uh, but some might call him a sitting duck. <laughs> uh, as, uh, as this arrow is lodged, like, right in between his ribcage and, like, is dangerously pressing up against his lung. Oh, okay, don't... Uh... Breathe a little more shallowly. If you breathe in too much, you're going to move it around. Just... I'm, try- I'm trying. I'm trying to... <laughs> you're all right. You're all right. Okay. Oh. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to take it out, though, so prepare yourself for this. Yeah, I kind of think... I, I prefer it that way, actually. I don't like it in there. <laughs> yeah. no, not ideal. Uh, and the arrows aren't barbed or anything, right? I can just pull it out, stock and ch- take a chunk of skin. Uh, that was not a barbed arrow. Yeah. Very, very in- intelligent to check. She did have Bardero in her inventory, but she did not shoot him with a Bardero. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, right. no, this one is a hammerhead arrow. Or not a hammerhead, uh, the other one, the uh, broadhead. Oh, oh sure. Uh, still it's a minus three? Uh, yes. Great. Um, all right. That's three successes. Okay, um, that's not enough to treat the injury. <laughs> Great. Um, but it is enough to reduce the number of rests that he has to take. So basically, you you do manage to extract the arrow, um, uh, but it is much deeper than Pax's wound. Pax's wound was like uh, was like deep for sure, especially around the throat area. Uh, but it wasn't like a pierce, right? It wasn't like straight in. Uh, and so you have a little bit more trouble, like adequately using the med kit that deep in because like you know you don't you don't want to like make big incisions and open them up or anything like that so you're trying to work within the the hole and you just you know you did like a decent job but you think probably like roland might have done a better job uh but ultimately he feels and looks better he's like oh thanks thanks still still a bit sharp when i breathe in but uh like i said better out than in that's right, yeah, especially when it comes to arrows, yes. Uh, just uh, don't breathe too deeply. Uh, I think if you... We'll get you back into town, and uh, hopefully a little bit of bed rest. It'll uh, help heal up a little quicker. All right. Thanks, Kinsey. But, and I'm... He like, puts a hand on your shoulder. And I'm sorry. 
sorry. Yeah, uh, I mean, you don't know why I'm I'm here. I've been I've been tracking Phillips uh, for a while now. Um, she's <clears throat> she's working for the Gatees. Uh, they they brought her in as a Jimmy, and uh, well, I, I I've been trying to track her down because I didn't like the anyone in the Dead Man's Gang still being out there. <laughs> yeah, that's neither. Well, uh, she, uh, I heard she came to Dubai Station, and then a little bit later I got a message from Pax, and I realized <laughs> she had to come here for you guys, but I realized too late. If I was... I could I could have stopped it. If I had just caught up with her a little faster, none you of know, this would have happened. <laughs> it could have been a lot worse if, uh, if Pax hadn't messaged you at all, so... I never thought I would say this, but I'm very glad that she did that, and I'm, um, I suppose I'm glad you're here, Leonard. All right. Um, happy, happy to be here. Lost a finger, huh? Uh, <laughs> yes, I haven't quite decided whether I want, uh, Roland to sew it back on, or should I get a bionic one? How do you like yours? And he, like, raises up his arm like, kind of moves his fingers. And he goes, I mean, it's fine. It ain't the same. The sensors are muted, which can be a benefit in a gunfight, but a real killer when you're trying to make coffee in the morning. <laughs> I'd imagine. Yeah, why, don't you, uh, why don't you hop up on uh, Umbra? Uh, I think you and Pax will ride, and I think we're just going to take our time getting back into town. Alright, I mean, we got any, like, uh, gestures. There is the mechanical horse that you were brought here on. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. Got the two transports. I mean, I don't think we should try and double-time or anything. Uh, no, no, absolutely not. But uh, might be quicker than walking, at least. Right. Um, meanwhile, in Tavia Station. Roland <laughs> <laughs> uh, gets to talk, finally. <laughs> uh, Roland... Uh, when we last left you, you were exiting the upper crust, uh, heading back into the body of the station. Um, you are accompanied by um, Marvin, Earl, Bender, Lena, and Roxy, uh, your motley crew of, uh, of lower-level criminals. Um, you walked through like a stairwell to another door, or, like in a connecting door into the center of the hall, or into like the the first, like the upest, le the highest level of the central station. Mm -hmm. um, you slide it open, and there's some people waiting for you. Uh, you know that you're being followed by members of the security team. That was obvious mm -hmm. enough as you were walking your way through the the upper crust. I would say intentional, even. Yeah, uh, and the door slides right open. Uh, and you see uh, five more people standing in front of you. Um, all of them are members of the security team, and right smack dab in the middle of them, looking right at you, is Leo Riggs. Uh, he is standing there um, pretty casually. The rest of them have their guns ready. His gun is still in its holster. Um, he's got his uh, his other hand like like kind of like hooked on his belt. He looks at you through those kind of like green tinted uh, uh, spectacles, and he goes. Captain would like a word. Well, all right then. 
Can uh, I finish the errands I must attend to today? Or will uh, the security force be reimbursing me for lost funds for my business? You can take that up with the captain. I'm to take you to her. And he looks over your shoulder and he goes, Roxy, Marvin, and they're both like, Mr. Riggs. Come along then, he says to you, Roland. Great. Uh, I start walking there ahead of him. Cool. I know the way. Yeah. So you walk by him. Uh, he walks off. All of your, like, your gang is all, like, standing there. Like, they they look, you, like, glance over your shoulder or, like, catch a reflection. Like, in some way, you suddenly are able to look back at them. They're so relieved. <laughs> but they don't have to decide where they stand in that fight. You see it. Like, you don't have to roll at all. You are good at uh, reading people. They, like, they were about to be so, like, oh, no, what do we do? <laughs> um, uh, so, you, you know, they, they like, uh, you maybe you, you catch, like, you catch Marvin's face. Like, he makes eye contact with you, and he gives you a little bit of a nod. Great. I'm glad they understand that I've already paid them, and thus either they continue to work for me, or they owe me. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, uh, uh, Leo and the other four guards um, lead you through the station to Morales's uh, quarters, Probably takes at least five minutes, at most like eight minutes, <clears throat> to to walk this this distance. Okay. Yeah, Leo doesn't say anything to you while you walk. No one says okay. anything. Yeah, I don't. None of these people are the ones I need to convince of anything. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so uh, you are led to uh, Morales's. Um, uh quarters as you understand them uh and uh the rest of them the rest of the security team kind of fans out and leo riggs walks in with you um and you enter it um it is it's the interior at least this the the interior based on the size of of it it seems like it's probably a little bit bigger than a normal sheriff's office um it's built into the the framework of the station like everything else um but the the ceilings are a little taller um there's not holding cells here. There's actually a, a doorway um, in the back, and there's um uh, yeah there's a couple doorways that connect to this room basically, and uh, there is a, a large like desk um, with like a, a large like metal cabinet behind it, and um, uh, there's also like a couch and like a, a looks like an LRC terminal um, built into the into the office, uh, and uh, sitting there. With a with a cup of coffee in hand is uh, Captain Morales. She looks at you with that kind of hard line jaw, the uh, short uh, curly hair, um, and she uh, uh, gestures uh, to the chair in front of her desk. Sure, I'll take a seat. And uh, Leo Riggs moves over and sits on the couch. Good for him. Uh, and. Uh, Captain Morales takes a sip of her uh, of her coffee, finishing whatever she was reading. It's like an LRC printout. And she sets it down, looks up at you and goes, Heard you just caused a bit of a scene in the upper crust, Hollis. What do you think you were doing? Uh, I was meeting a friend of mine. Mm -hmm. She sets on her coffee. 
and goes, Now you see, when y'all strolled into town with all your drifter swagger, Kirby Brothers trussed up and presentable, folks in towns were all manner of nervous. Hell, Leo told me it wasn't worth giving y'all a chance. He thinks drifters don't know how to settle down and live civilized. But what can I say? Um, it's actually very important to me. Uh, I need to know if that is a lie. Oh, sure. Go ahead and roll. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Well, it's okay. Uh, you're up against an 11. Uh, I also have an 11. Okay. Um, so you... You know, you can't get a read on, like, you're trying to tell if, like, that's true of Leo or if what she said is true. Um, yeah, I'm trying to get a read on, like, so what I think is happening, regardless of what is true, mm -hmm. like, I believe that she had the thought, I shouldn't give these guys a chance, I should just run them out of town now. I'm actually very curious if that was Leo's idea. Sure. Um, you're unable to tell, you, you think that came, that, like, was on the table, you can't tell whether or not Leo... What you can tell is that that specific statement that Leo gave her... Like, that was on the table, and it is definitely something she believes is what mm -hmm. you're able to get. Because she only got one net success over you. But uh, whether... Did I not get one net success over her? Uh, no, because she would be the one who's actively lying to you. Sure, okay. Uh, you, were, you were basically defending against her, her okay. mistruth. Uh, so she, she, you definitely can tell that, like, the whole, like, Leo said this is just her doing the tactic of, of, like, like, deflecting onto her henchmen. Um, mm -hmm. You have no idea whether or not Leo agrees with her or anything like that. You're not able yeah, to kind of Yeah, it wouldn't matter if Leo agrees with her or not. I believe that he is a loyal lackey. Mm -hmm. But it's telling of their relationship and what their dynamic is like if she's like if her thing is like listen i'm the good guy here and leo is the bad guy mm -hmm. i'm the good guy right that's what i'm trying to yeah understand. so even with her only getting one net success you kind of get a sense of of that kind of thing at play um uh and so she continues uh uh speaking saying but what can i say i'm a little soft so i let y'all have a go at it with your swanky saloon and for months you and yours have been model citizens uh and i was happy for the chance to prove leo wrong for once so imagine my disappointment today and she gives you a moment in case you want to say anything otherwise she'll keep talking she like takes a sip of her coffee is there is there like a pot of coffee and cups somewhere in this room no. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I continue to sit there politely waiting for her to be done with her thing. Okay, cool. Uh, uh, and so she goes, Now, I heard rumors that one of your friends went missing. And that's a travesty. I won't stand for it. But something like that is bound to make your blood boil. Get yourself all worked up and unbalanced worrying for a friend. You're bound to start seeing enemies in every corner. 
A man gets in his head like that, he's bound to do or say something he'll regret. Now, think about this. You have one friend in the wind right now. Do you really think Pax will be able to handle it if something were to happen to you? <laughs> no, continue. Let's talk straight here, Hollis. There are people in the station you don't cross. You strike me as a smart fella. Someone smart enough to know who those people are. Severina Costa is one of those people. Now you got an axe to grind. You're on some kind of misguided crusade. You do not cause problems in my station to get your satisfaction. So you got a choice to make. Right now. You can sit in the cell next door, cool your, heel, cool your heels, and then go back to running that very nice bar you have downstairs. Or, you can leave to buy a station. Right now. And never come back, because if you mean harm to the people of this town, my guards will have orders to gun you and yours down. But I know it won't come to that. I know you can be reasonable about this. Can't you? Why do you think I have an axe to grind with Miss Acosta? Parading those folk from the lower levels in the upper crust? Uh, Miss Morales, a friend of mine was kidnapped today. And your security force is notably quite light in the lower levels, and so I hired the protection that was available to me. Is this an unreasonable thing to have done in this situation? Someone goes missing in the station. First person that should know about it is me. Then why didn't you? Because you turned to those scallywags in the lower levels walking around uh, terrorizing the people in the upper crust. Now, we don't have to go back and forth on this. Are they not allowed to be in the upper crust? No. My mistake. Now, we don't have to dance around this. My people heard you say you was going to talk to the Acostas. Yes. I have business to discuss with the Acostas, a family which notably does business in the station, of which I am a resident and own a business. Right. And yet, Come on, ask Leo if I'm lying. I turn to Leo. I do not have a single axe to grind with Severina Acosta. I mean her no harm. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's not true though, right? <laughs> it is absolutely true. Okay. Um, then, yeah, you won't have to roll for anything. You're not, you're not manipulating. I mean, you are manipulating, but you're not lying. <laughs> it's the most dangerous kind of manipulating. <laughs> Uh, Leo sits there, doesn't say anything. There's just kind of like a moment where he sits there and then he looks back towards the LRC screen and starts like pressing some buttons and she goes, 
Nonetheless, you understand my concern. Now tell me everything you know about the disappearance of Mr. Charlotte, and I will have my team work on that. And then, if uh, you agree to go back to your saloon, cool your heels there, we don't need any more fuss today. Understood? I'll make sure there's some guards to keep an eye on you while you're down there. God, two grit is not enough to make the play that I think I am about to make. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. This is this is the day that I've been having. Kinsey has been kidnapped. I got his finger in the mail. <laughs> By orphan mail. <laughs> By orphan mail, even. The cruelest kind of mail. <laughs> Miss Morales, I have business to discuss with Miss Acosta. It is rather pressing business, and I would like to be on my way today. I understand you've made it your mission to prevent me from continuing to do anything productive for the rest of today, while presumably your security team goes out into the desert hoping to find Kinsey dead or shoot him if he's not. It's a hell of a thing to say, Roland. Yes, it is. It's also true. She, like, sizes you up a little bit and goes, Leo? Yes, ma'am. Put him in a sale. Well... Miss Morales, you've talked for quite a while and said a lot of things that are largely rubbish. Let me talk to you for a bit, just a small bit, and enlighten. There are people in this station who you do not want to cross. You've correctly gathered that Severina Costa is one of them. I imagine you are one of them by extension of Leah, Mr. Riggs. Um, I am another one of those people. Uh, I would argue I am the most dangerous man in this station, particularly for you. Uh, Leo comes up and like stands behind you. She leans back. And you're debating now whether to have Mr. Riggs just shoot me. And I can see it in your eyes that that's true. But you don't take care of most of the people in this station. In fact, you largely take care of just a small few and some of them are quite powerful but some of them are also my friends and the rest of the people in this station like me quite a bit and you could shoot me here and now but that would make a much larger problem than you would have by simply letting me walk out the door unharmed I've made it a point today that um, to be killed is to make a martyr. So 
Would you like to do that now, or would you like to go back about your day where things continue the way you like? Uh, you can roll manipulate. Uh, looks like you're up against an 11 again. Come on, baby. That's a good roll. <laughs> um, does first, first impression, I don't think applies. Nope, um, that was your... trust to impress apply. Um, yeah, yes. Not based on the the like words of of the like the talent. It's because I dressed very fancy today. It's it's because it's be it's because you were dressed appropriately for today, <laughs> which is the actual mechanical effect of dress to impress. I I, I must I must uh, uh, make it clear she is not impressed by how you were dressed. <laughs> you were just dressed appropriate. You uh, for one thing. You are dressed like someone who might have friends in the family, which is very important <laughs> to what you just said. Okay, so let's use my, that's a very good reliability. And now the explosion. Okay. Um, you said an 11? Yes. I have three net hits over an 11. What's your highest? 14. Okay, there's no, there's no grit way for me to, to manipulate that any further. Okay. Um, so she, uh, you say all that. You know what? Oh, God, I have to stop somewhere else today, too. It's worth it, because this is the one that means I get to go there. I twist the knife. I have okay. four net heads. Okay. Uh, so she, like, looks at you for a second, raises an eyebrow, glances up over to Rio, or Leo, and um, then she goes, Mr. Hollis, I happen to do a fair amount of business with Miss Acosta myself, and she makes a point to let me know when and where her business takes place on the station. Now, she's never mentioned you before. Or any of yours. I think you are looking to make some connections. Now, you bring up a good point. There is a non-zero element in this station that does not take kindly to the way I run things. People who don't understand the, the order of things and the... Nuance, for the, I understand. the nuance of my position. Someone like you, friend of the lower levels, that's someone I could use. You want to be in business with Severina Acosta? I can make it happen. You just got to be in business with me too. I get a slice of every pie. That's how it works. What do you say? I can get you a meeting with her tomorrow. As for this problem with your with your friend, 
I can iron that out. Um, can I get a read on that statement? Uh, sure. Um, uh, what I guess ask me ask me the question about that because you got four successes, so you kind of have like some floating sure, capital sure, sure. right now. <laughs> yeah, I am trying to figure out how much she knows about Kinsey being kidnapped. Oh, sure. Um, she she doesn't. She actually doesn't. You you get your with your four successes. She didn't orchestrate Kinsey's kidnapping. She was never even approached about it. Mm-hmm. Um, whether or not you, like she might be a little like you're like haha fuck the drifters, but like <laughs> but like in general like she she uh, uh, what you get from this with your like four successes is like you've just impressed her. Your 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 mark wasn't exactly on because she has done enough research on you to know you're not in business with Severina Acosta. But, like, now she has misinterpreted that as, like, you want to be. And she can make that happen. She has now turned from enemy to potential friend. Great. Um, I would like to... I don't know if I can do this within the number of hits that I have got. Mm-hmm. You tell me. I would like to, like, turn that... Oh, I, I get it. He's trying to be in business with Severina Acosta. I can make that happen. He couldn't already be in business with Severina Acosta. I want to turn that into uh, how do I? How did I not know that he was in business with Severina Acosta? Who fucked up? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, if you want to do that, that's definitely that's a separate role. That's that that one requires more. That would have been five successes. Do I get the sense that if I'd left now, she would let me leave? Or do I have to keep making nice to be allowed to walk out of here? You you get the sense that if you left now, she would let you leave. Um, she would still probably... If you left without like agreeing to terms... or Actually, no matter what. If she lets you leave, she's going to have some people watch you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People watch us all the time. Um, but like, yes, you could leave now. Great. Um... Miss Morales, your offer is quite generous. I don't need it. I'm going to my meeting now. This was a lovely chat. And I get up and leave. Yeah, you walk out and then like, before the camera cuts, she like turns to Leo and goes, keep an eye on that asshole. (laughs) Good. I want her guys to be following me all the way there. (laughs) Okay. Um, Kinsey and Pax and Marshall Yen are able to load everything up on both the the automaton horse and uh, Umbra. Um, oh, I'm I pushed my luck despite a clear chance to fail. Yes, I'm taking my grit. <laughs> yes, it's another XP for everybody, and Roland gets a grit. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, you're able to load everything up. Marshall Yen is uh, more comfortable. Uh, controlling the automaton horse than being on umbra so he'll he'll jump on that um are you guys heading back i think that's the plan for sure yes okay cool uh you're you're more than than capable of getting back um your speed is whatever you're most comfortable with um between umbra and the mechanical horse um as you guys are are walking um Marshall Yen goes, So, 
opened up a saloon. Yeah, we thought it was the best course of action. I mean, Pax smelled something funny in, in the uh, in the station, so it was a good cover, you know, for, uh, for her to check it out. Sure. I mean, everyone knows Tobias Station's run by the family. I mean, most places are. I suppose we didn't know specifically <laughs> at the time. Yeah, it's, uh, from my understanding, it's a bit of a neutral ground. It's where the, the family, uh, uh, they kind of, from what I gather, they use the, the station master and the security team to kind of enforce neutrality. Oh, so it's not just the Acostas and the Sheffields, then? Oh, no, it's everyone. I mean, oh. I, even the Gutsies got uh, something going on here. Though, them grabbing you out of there, that's a bit rash. They might not have cleared that. Maybe they was thinking that you, uh, uh, your disappearance would go unnoticed. Hmm. I suppose. Yeah, that is an interesting move. You wouldn't want to antagonize the other families. I mean, I, I can't believe that we've uh, angered all five families so that they would all be like, oh, yes, let's go against this person. <laughs> well, they wouldn't necessarily have to give them the details of something like that, from what I understand. Sure. But... But they, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I, the garden, the garden families, they don't have a whole lot of business in Tobias Station, but it is a very, uh, profitable way station for, for commerce. So, mm. yeah, they, uh, all the families got a little bit of something going on here. Um, uh, the, the Gatees included. Um, but mostly it's the, the Canooms, the Sheffields, and the, the Acostas that, that handle things here. Uh, sure. but you, you guys, I forget, you, you told, you told, uh, Marshall Yen that you were working for Salem Bahara, right? Or did that yeah. not come up? No, it did. Okay, I thought, I thought I remember that, because I remember being like, oh my god, you're involved in families again. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, but, uh, you probably already know this, the fact that, Y'all are already working alongside another family. Are you planning on double-crossing the Canooms as well? I think as much as possible. We're not, we're, we aren't trying to get... We aren't trying to get any specific family on our backs for anything. So turning families against each other, that would just be put another target on our backs, and I don't think any of us want that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it's mostly that you know we we found the body and 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 are seen as capable so you know hopefully it's a one and done sort of thing and we can get back to whatever regular life is I feel like y'all would understand at this point there's no one and done with the family yeah, that's kind of why we were trying to stay away from them. I didn't know we had angered the Gettys so much that they would come after us. I'm a little bit surprised. I don't, I don't know why I'm surprised, I guess. Uh, from what I tell you, walked away with some hardware after making a deal with them for something. Something that was supposed to bring them a lot of money and power, and then you just left town. It's not as though they didn't still make money off of that. I don't think they did. <laughs> I mean, I 
you know, no hard feelings or nothing. Obviously, yeah. you didn't go through with it, but I understand from what I my investigation so far that I was somewhat of a bargaining chip, and uh, you rescuing and teaming up with me and then skipping town. They didn't really add. They took a loss on that, and at that point. They're always going to, I mean, you are going to never be safe coming back in the garden. Well, that's why we stayed out of the garden. Yeah. But, you know, when they're angry enough and, I mean, they found Sierra, so she has extra reason to care. Mm. He's got her slumped over the back of the automaton horse, by the way. <laughs> I, I, was, I was planning on taking her. Yeah, he, he, like, bound her to the back of the horse and, like, her body is there. Ooh. Well, so, well, if all five families are involved in Tobias Station, one of them is angry with us. There's no real escaping that. We might as well piss them all off, right? No. No. No, no, that didn't sound right. No. No, I mean, if you got protection of the canoes, perhaps... Honestly, mm. I mean, I can't. You guys have already started. I can't. There's not much more I can advise you on. I mean, at this point, you can't cut and run. You got to make good on your deal at least. But understand, the way the family works is they keep you on a string. And sometimes they let you go pretty far, but they're always waiting to pull you back. Your best outcome is to only get called on the canoes every once in a while. Called on by the canoes. I really don't like that. Ain't no other way around it. Mm. People have tried time and time again to get away from the, the family. I mean, at some point, I suppose some people have made it so costly to come after them. But most people don't have that skill set. And if you want a lot of blood and bullets down the way, maybe, maybe you can outrun this long enough for them to not care about you anymore and chalk it up to a loss. But family's all about reputation. Right? They, they, uh, they got, there's got to be retribution for crossing them. The, the moment they can't make good on a threat, they lose clout. Now the Gatees losing clout in this instance, my guess is they might chalk it up to a loss. But now you're on the radar of all the family. Well, that's just great. That's just wonderful. Well, uh, I suppose the only thing I can think of is to meet up with Roland and uh, hope that he can talk his way out of this. If you got something that they want bad enough, Give it up. Whatever it is. Like that gun you have. His, like, face gets stony and he goes, They don't get this. You say that now. Pax, I'm hey. just messing with you. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> We're not going to take the gun from you. No, if anything, <laughs> Pax is going to take it while you're sleeping. We, we won't hurt you. <laughs> what? Like I said, it hasn't come to that yet, so don't worry. Great. 
<laughs> Duly noted, Kenzie. <laughs> Pax, how are you feeling? Okay, okay. Good. Yeah. I suppose awkward silence for most of the ride back after that. <laughs> Unless there's a point where Kinsey and Pax, the two of you, talked while, because you are separated. I assume Pax is on Umbra, but yeah, because there's a dead body on the back of the automaton horse. So. Right. <laughs> it only seats two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. Kenzie, I don't... I don't want to... Everything's gotten so complicated. You know? And, like... I was, you know... Like, of course I wanted... Like, Morales... But... Every... We're just... It just feels like I don't know. It feels like we're we're like tied up in all these strings and we've we we're always just by the skin of our teeth and I mean this is certainly more than we bargained for if nothing else just supposed to be a simple revolution. Why couldn't it have just been that? Well, I guess I guess I didn't think it through when I said I wanted to do it. Or something. Something like that, I mean, all it takes is for you to see injustice happening. And of course we want to fix it. I mean, Boland and I were right behind you the entire time. We, uh, I, I don't like the hierarchy of Tobias Station any more than you do. Well, I don't. I don't even care about the family. They're gonna be everywhere. I just right. I just don't think that Morales making like a pipeline of like training up kids and who can't really say no to it and then sending them off to the family I don't think that's right and I think I don't want like world ending change you know I just I just I just wanted I just wanted those kids to have a little bit of a better life where they were free because you know I feel like I never I I lost that and then I kind of never got it back and I just thought that like you know, I could give them something that I never had. You know? And like... And now it's all like... You never get away from the family. You're never truly free. Or... You know, bad people are everywhere. And I just, I don't know. I just thought like... I just thought maybe we could find a good person or a good a better person to to like who wouldn't just 
take advantage of everything who cared about their actual people rather than like I guess probably the money they make it's all I really wanted and now we're all there's like a dead body and and like the gatees of like are gonna try and kill us forever unless we align with another family so we're safe and like I don't want to be a Jimmy <laughs> like I'm a perfect candidate for that right and but I don't want I don't want that but like I feel like that's where this is going and like you know I like look at what they did to Sierra and I mean like she wasn't a good person but like that probably made it easier for her I don't know I just I don't I don't want I just don't I just don't want this the way it is I think you're right I think we know Sierra is a terrible person. She is just motivated by revenge, right? Because we happen to kill her her boss and her friends or whatever, who are also terrible people. There's one thing that I know about you, Pax, that you are an incredibly good-hearted person. That's one of the things... One of the many things that I very much admire about you. I don't think there is any chance that you will allow yourself to become a Jimmy for the family. And I don't care what it, take, what it takes. I won't allow that to happen either. And I would guess Roland has the same feelings, even if he might compromise them to get out of a bad situation. And if none of us are going to work for the family, then, well, we just, we aren't, we aren't going to leave the situation like it is. And whether that means starting an uprising and going into hiding or possibly splitting up and assuming new identities and never coming in contact again, whatever the solution is, working for the family is not part of it. I'm here for you. Roland's here for you. We are in this together. We're road kid, aren't we? We'll figure this out. Okay. You, you promise? I promise with all my heart. Okay. Stop being weird and I like punch him. <laughs> Fair enough, sorry. I was muted on the stream. Obviously, oh. the two of you get uh, grit for, for excellent roleplay. <laughs> um, uh, you're not too far from Tobias Station, but you still got a ways to go. Uh, Roland, what do you do after you leave Morales' quarters? Uh, I am heading to Acosta Territory. Okay. So you know uh, at least a couple of the hangars that the Acosta family uses. Great. Uh, um, once we are, you know, like 
halfway there, uh, I start to affect like a sort of like frightened and and sort of like kind of semi paranoid demeanor. I'm like looking over my shoulder a bit, just like generally looking as if I am worried about um, something and like feel like I'm being followed. And I, I look like a timid lower levels businessman in his finest suit. Cool. So yeah, you dishevel yourself a little bit. You like take off the hat and like mess up your hair and then like put the hat on so like it's like not perfectly underneath it. And then like you like kind of like you you. <laughs> there's a point where someone would think you were really weird if they saw you, but like you go over in the corner, and you like take off your jacket, and you like wrinkle it up, <laughs> and like you put some extra creases in it so it doesn't look quite right. And like you just like untuck the shirt a little bit, like maybe you've been like moving really fast or something like that. Mm-hmm. You just like ultimately just dishevel your your attire just a little bit so it's less put together, but still very nice. Um, and uh, by the time you make it to um, the area where you know they have hangers, um, uh, you are uh, uh, like you've affected that personality. And as you move through, there is a a, a woman who stops you. Um, she's dressed. Not, like, super nice, but definitely, like, a little nice. Um, Her work jumpsuit is, like, extremely well-fitted and has, like, stainless steel buttons. So she's not wearing, like, a jumpsuit. She doesn't look like someone who works in a hanger. But Mm -hmm. she is here, and she is wearing... Yeah, she's wearing like like a nice jacket, um, uh, but it's like kind of like uh, like casual, fa- like um, uh, formal. And oh, I'm cut in half. Addie's Addie is gone. Turns oh, out Pax not? turns out Pax did die. Oh, uh, <laughs> now I'm Pax. <laughs> um, but I'm just gonna keep going and assume that Addie's gonna turn on her video in a minute. Um, <laughs> there we go. Uh, so, uh, she, uh, stops you for a second. She goes, you right there, boss? Um, I'm, 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 I'm so sorry. Um, uh, I'm, I'm looking for, uh, I, I, do you, I, I know this is her hangar. I, I need to speak with Severina Acosta. It's, it's very, it's very important. She, like, her eyebrows raised and she seems amused with this situation. Uh, go ahead and roll manipulate. Let's see. Let's see how well you play this. I have to say the next sentence before I roll the dice, Tommy. Of course. I think someone's trying to frame her for murder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she does. Like she started like being amused, and then she goes. <laughs> Regardless of her reaction, she does let out a little bit of a laugh. <laughs> uh, this is my first impression. Hmm. Am I dressed appropriate for the situation? Yeah, yeah. You specifically took time to adjust your socially adjustable armor to make it work. Uh, you are up against a 10. Uh, I have two net hits over time. Okay. Uh, so, she goes, What's your name? Uh, my, my, name's, my name's Roland. Roland Hollis. All right. Roland, are you okay? Uh, well, I'm pretty sure I'm being followed, and I like look over my shoulder, and there are a lot of security officers who are doing a bad job of hiding that they're following me. You don't know that there's a lot of security officers that are doing a bad job at hiding from you. 
I'm sorry, Tommy. I'm ready for anything. Have very high observe and the clear sight talent. <laughs> they're not doing a bad job. You do know you're being followed by by security officers, but they're not like sitting there being like, ah, like looking around the corner. You're in a hallway. They're not immediately available, but you assume they are probably at least one of them is getting into a position to listen, if not already there. So part of the reason I like riled up uh, Morales a bit, I should have said this, and like what I assumed since I had left the upper crust mm. was to like make them less concerned about covertly following me so that they would be like, no, 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 follow that guy. Sure. Uh, unfortunately, you, that they're a little bit more competent than that. Uh, that's fine. Um, uh, I'll but, assume this woman and her team is competent also. Yes, they are. <laughs> um, uh, she like looks over your shoulder and goes, all right, no need to worry. Um, here, come, come along, Roland. Uh, did the rest of my bodyguards just, like, leave when I got arrested for a minute? Yeah, so they didn't follow... They, they You got separated from them. Oh, okay. That's fine. That's yeah. Fine. They, like, they like nodded, nodded at you, but, like, they... Like, there was, like, the other security team, like, st- like caught up with it. Like, well, you got you got separated. the rest of my day that I'm owed later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, they they got separated from you, but, but they did respect your play. <laughs> um... Uh, so, yeah. Uh, she says, my name's Lily. Um, and, uh, this here is Sylvester. And, like, gestures to, uh, another man similarly dressed to her, not, like, in a uniform or anything, but he walks up. You can tell he's, like, got, like, guns, like, under his jacket, uh, uh, on his, like, um, like, hanging from his shoulders. And he walks up, he goes... What's the problem, Lily? This is Roland Hollis. Roland Hollis uh, is looking for Severina Acosta. Do me a favor, Sylvester. Go down that hall. Take a look around. Make sure Mr. Hollis didn't get followed. And he's like, all right. And he, like, walks on. And she goes, Mr. Hollis. And actually, I don't know if you said, did you say your full, full name? Am I... Yeah, it's okay. okay. Mr. Hollis. Severino Costa is not available for you to meet her today. But, uh, uh, if it is protection you seek, we can look after you for the day, and uh, I will make inquiries. Um, you tell me everything you know, and I will make sure Severina hears it. Um, um, yeah, oh, okay, okay, sure, 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 sure. Um, so, uh, we were doing some maintenance, just some general general maintenance on on our, our bar in the lower levels, um, and we we um well we 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 found we found a dead body, um, and uh, so we tried to you know figure out who it was, um, and we we realized it's um it it, it was a, a marshal, um. And we we made f- friends with some of the locals down down in the lower levels, and um, um, t- turns out his his name was Ef- Ephraim, uh, and uh, I, I guess he's he's known to be a friend of, of Salem of Salem Bahara, and and you know we heard that he'd gone 
gone missing. I, I tried to look into the story a little bit and I didn't go to the security team because almost as soon as we found the body and started asking, trying to figure out who it was, I, they started showing up, just sort of following us. I, I think, I, th I think the security team is trying to frame Severina for killing Salem Bahara's friend? Interesting. Why Severina? Why do you suspect that? Furthermore, how are you even aware of Severina's position and name? I own a business on the station. You know, you just, you kind of just hear about who owns what and sells what and who you need to pay attention to as being important when you own a business here on Tobias Station. Very studious of you, Mr. Hollis. Very studious indeed. Listen, do you need a place to stay? Uh, the mental math on if I'm not at the bar when they get back, what happens is so challenging. <laughs> <laughs> I think to play this part, um, y y yes, I, I don't, I don't think it's safe for me to go to go back. All right. We can find you a place to stay. We will keep you safe. I will pass along what you have said. And you will be dealt with accordingly. Uh, at that point, Sylvester does come around the corner again. And she goes, How did it look? He goes, Sky do something to piss off the security team. At least three of them following him. <laughs> she raises her eyebrow and goes, Mr. Hollis, right this way. <laughs> uh, at this point, uh, Pax and Kinsey, uh, you make it back to the station. Um, I think for sure we need to take uh, the marshal back to the to the bar, probably. So that he can sleep off his wounds, or should we get him? Actually, should, we should probably get him a uh, uh, a room. Would be smarter. Um, so let's go ahead and drop off uh, Umbra and the mechanical horse, I suppose, and uh, let's walk him where we're going. Uh, I don't suppose the stable has a place to store a body. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, but when Marshall Yen shows up, he does produce his his uh, badge from uh, identifying him as an Alana said Marshall, um, and the, and he goes, if it's not too much prob uh, trouble, um, we can. Uh, would you mind uh, keeping this body uh, for the time being? And between you and your clout with the with the stables and Marshall Yen's like official capacity of a marshal. Uh, they're like, 
Yeah, no problem. You know, we got a room out back. We hardly ever use it. We'll go ahead and store it in there. Not too too long, though, Marshall. No, no, no. I'll, I'll make sure that it gets taken care of soon enough. I just need a place to stay. I don't want to cause a scene walking into the station. You understand. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it, Marshall. And they uh, they they take Umbra, um, who, before he leaves, just walks over to you, Kinsey, and just presses, like, walks up, lowers his antlers down so they're on either side of your head, and, like, presses his forehead against your forehead. Oh, and I grab him, like, underneath and give him a little rub. Uh, and then he, like, steps back, looks at Pax, and, uh, like, kicks a little dirt at Pax. And then starts <laughs> <laughs> and then and then uh, uh, goes with with them um, uh, back into the the stables. Um, where do you head from there? You uh, guys basically the... exit the stables, and Marshall Young goes. Uh, where to? Where's where do you think Roland's at? He mentioned that fella. He mentioned finding some friends. Oh, yes. I, you know, I didn't want to bother Brulin with whatever he's doing. I, he does have a radio, though, doesn't he? Um, do you guys so have two radios? We had, we had two radios, and then the third one, yeah. one for my sister. Nice. Yeah, and sure. I stole one off a dead guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I had uh, the foresight to turn it off before I walked up to this, where I knew... Kinsey would ruin it. <laughs> I won't make you spend grit to flashback. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, Kinsey, you pull out the radio. Roland, Roland, I mean, uh, uh, CQ, CQ, uh, uh, friends, we are trying to. Uh, rubbish. Uh, we're gonna meet up at the inn. Come to the saloon on you know where at with you know which. We'll see you there. He knows what I mean, right, Bex? I think it'd be hard for anyone not to know what you meant. Thank you very much. That's well, that's not great. It'll be okay. It's fine. Um, let, let's take him to uh, the the saloon that we were frequenting when we first arrived. Or the inn, whatever it was. Oh, not not Umbers. I Do mean, want to come to Umbers? I'm just afraid we'll uh, cause a bit of a scene, bringing a bloody marshal into our bar. But if you think it's fine, oh, he was already there, actually. We could wash off a little bit here at the stables. Maybe that's a good point. Let's let's do that. I and mean, yeah, I just know that you need some rest, my friend. Yeah, so you guys spend a little bit of time at the stables, like, they, they like, give you access to, yeah, basically, like, t he, like, takes off, like, his, like, yeah. shirt and his clothes and, like, 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 rinses out, like, the, uh, <laughs> the blood. Uh, Marshall, Do, yeah? Doing the Pulp Fiction. A little, a little cut. Uh, <laughs> this guy's got a good athletic build. Um, and then, uh, uh, puts back, he's like a C, he's like CW, like, uh, not, not like, uh, excluding Stephen Amell, like CW, like healthy. <laughs> um, yeah, so he, he like, uh, puts back on, uh, your clothes are still a little stained, but definitely a way better. Um, and, uh, you're able That's to. That's why they're black. 
<laughs> uh, and you're able to like enter the station without looking like uh, like zombies. <laughs> uh, I mean, wherever you think we should meet up. I mean, I guess I suppose I don't, I don't need to stick around too much longer. I don't want to get up in your business, but I, I at least was hoping to take a day or two before I headed back. Yeah, gotta, no, yeah. I gotta send some LRCs, uh, explain why I'm out here, that kind of thing. No, no, not too many people know about about our back room, and if you've already been seen entering it, I suppose there's no harm done if you uh, decided. Just, you know, at least take take the afternoon. Alright. Uh, and so, uh, the three of you walk down to the lever- levels... And as you're approaching uh, Umbra's, you do see kind of like awkwardly standing not too far from the door to Umbra's. Uh, there is Eli. He's been like, hey. Hey. Hello, Eli. Hey, uh, Ro- Roland said y'all was closed, but it seemed like something was a matter. I just wanted to check and make sure. Everything was all, all right. You, you all right there, Ken? He says, like, looking at your, like, bloody, like, wrapped up hand. <laughs> your concern is truly touching, Eli. Come on in for a drink, but we're not open quite yet. He, like, seems to struggle with the math of that, like, nuanced, per, like, situation, and then goes, <laughs> Uh, Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> And so uh, the two of you and Marshall Yen and Eli walk into Umbra's. Uh, and uh, Eli kind of sits in one of his favorite stools. He does like to change it up from time to time. He doesn't have an, a singular stool, but he sits in his favorite stool. Um, and uh, you pour him a drink. And like Marshall Yen like kind of sits down, not directly next to Eli, but like at the bar. And he goes... Kinsey, if it ain't too much trouble, I'll take a drink, too. No, why not? You know, uh, <laughs> I think we we can all use a uh, stiff glass of something after the day we've had. How about you, Pat? No, thanks. Uh, do you want some, uh, uh, some, some plant juice? I don't, I don't want plant juice, I, but if you I mean, I've already gotten it, you know. If you have some other kind of tea or, or like, <laughs> Not plant juice. I will take it. Well, I'll get you. I'll make you some coffee if you like. Okay. And I'll I'll fix the drinks first, and then I'll go to the back to make the coffee. So it leaves uh, Pax and Marshall again, and Eli alone to have a conversation. <laughs> it's silent for a minute. Eli's sitting there. He like sips his drink. He goes, "Sounds like a crazy day." Yeah. You're open, and then you're closed, and then you're open again. It's been a roller coaster. Are you, are you okay? Me? Oh, I mean, I, I'm in my favorite bar. <laughs> and he like, like, like looks like that's like an answer. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Glad, glad to have you. Something happened. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> and it'll be okay. I don't know you, he says <laughs> to Marshall Yen. This is my friend, Leonard. Leonard Yen. Pleasure to make your acquaintance. Uh, Eli! <laughs> e Eli. Just Eli. You, uh, you're a lawman. That I am. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he leans over to you, Pax. Are you in trouble? No. All right. He leans back. <laughs> 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 nice to meet you, Marshall. <laughs> God, that would be the best initiation of a challenge roll in the history of challenge rolls. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, and then and then kids, you walk back out. It's very awkward. <laughs> not surprising, not surprising. And I'll, I'll give Pax a coffee, and I'll make myself a drink now that I've served my guests. I suppose um, we just wait for Roland here. Yeah, where's Roland? <laughs> Eli says. Meanwhile, Roland. Uh, <laughs> uh, Lily leads you um, uh, into like a uh, kind of like housing area, and um, she goes, "Is there anything else you'd like to tell me, Roland? Uh, for your safety, we will lock you in. Uh, you'll find all the amenities you need. There should be food, drink, everything. This is a very nice house, uh, and uh, we will have people posted outside to make sure you are secure." Uh, but anything else you would like me to know before I uh, pass along your message? Uh, I make a show of, like, stopping and trying to think and, like, looking like I'm struggling to put together thoughts. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I... No, no, no. I, 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 think that's, I think that's everything. Okay. Okay. Well, and she, like... Opens up the door, slides it open. You walk into uh, uh, low, like it's like a garden apartment. <laughs> um, uh, it's a singular. It's it's basically built out like it's like a studio. Um, it's got a bed. It's got a little kitchenette and like a, a like a refrigerator um, and um, that's about it. No real other amenities except for a restroom, uh, uh, which is actually nice. A lot of a lot of places in Tobias Station use like don't have restrooms and there's like public stations nearby like basically they they call them out houses even though they're interior um but this You're one your house yeah <laughs> uh but this one in particular has its own uh restroom got an indoor outhouse um and she goes you go ahead you rest up there is whiskey in uh in the cooler go ahead have some drinks relax you are safe now the Acostas will take care of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. And she, like, shakes her hand awkwardly and is like, all right. Rest. You will hear from us tomorrow. And she steps out and door shuts and locks. 
Are hidden cameras a reasonable thing to like check for on manifests? Honestly, when you're dealing with the family in this exact situation, I don't think it's entirely unreasonable. Unlikely to a point, but like not impossible. <laughs> Great. Yeah, I I will look for hidden cameras under the guise of Am I still being followed? <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, uh, go ahead and roll observe. I guess we'll put it at a minus two because you're trying not to be obvious about it. Okay. Very good at blend. <laughs> it can be blend. Yeah, 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 absolutely. You can definitely roll blend. Still at a minus two, though. Sure, I'm very good at blend. Uh, is this supposed? Uh, no. Cool, I have five hits. There are no hidden cameras in here. You are 100% confident there's no hidden cameras in here. Great. Um, basically, I will relax. And then every hour and a half, um, I pour a drink's worth of whiskey out of the bottle. And nice. just like into the sink. Nice, nice. <laughs> <laughs> just right in the toilet, flush it down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely um okay uh kinsey and pax you've waited uh, the evening is continuing on there is no sign of roland i've been trying him uh maybe every 20 minutes uh, to see if he responds on the radio you don't uh, cq cq uh uh Ro roland um Sorry, we, we didn't come up with a call sign for you, uh, but uh, CQ, uh, if this is uh, if this line is clear, we are still waiting for you at the at the 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 Hoppin' John, Hoppin', if you understand. <laughs> uh, I I think I do. I will try the radio at some point. Okay. Because like now that I've F, like an hour or so after, I'm sure there's no like cameras or like listening devices or anything, right? Mm -hmm. I go to the bathroom and I turn on the shower. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's like a yeah, there's like a point where uh, it's it's you've done it a bunch, Kinsey, and Eli is like, uh, Eli finishes his drink pretty pretty quickly and he goes, "It's you say you're not open, but and he pulls out a spur and sets it on the table and slides it across the like bar and goes, but are you? <laughs> Take the spur and I say. For you, Eli, anything. And uh, I'll, I'll I'll make him a, like a whiskey spritz or something. Yeah, uh, and uh, what, Chance would have it. <laughs> Eli does eventually, now that you're serving him, he does go and put a song on the jukebox. Yes! Oh, God. What is he going So he doesn't accidentally put on a Bobby Klein song, because that's a very specific situation. Yeah, yes. Uh, I think he puts on a Jerry Rivers song, I guess. Cool. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, and he puts on a Jerry Rivers song and sits down and grabs, like, his drink. And Jerry Rivers' uh, a somber tone uh, echoes uh, through the bar. We clawed, we chained our hearts <laughs> in vain. We jumped, never asking why. 
way pissed I fell under your spell of love no one could deny don't you ever say I just walked away I will always want you can't live a lie running for my life I will always want you Blum. I came in like a wrecking ball <laughs> never hit so hard in love and like Eli's like all I ever did was wreck me. <laughs> Eli, I, I can't help but notice that you you put this song on at least once a visit, if not twice. Did something happen to you? Are you doing all right? That's it. Well, that's a loaded question there, Ken. I got my heart broke. Mm. Hey, mm. is anyone there? Did you get oh, your <laughs> 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 I'm going to and get your grit. <laughs> they got a grit for the role play. That was perfect. You get a grit, Roland. <laughs> also, add the uh, the spur to the till. You're keeping track of that, oh, right? Sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's going to be it's going to be factored into your average daily. Don't worry. Excellent, perfect. I do real quick want everyone to imagine the Wrecking Ball music video, but it's just Johnny Cash on it. <laughs> <laughs> on his guitar. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Too many close-ups of his face. Uh, yeah, so you hear Roland through the radio, and I think that is actually where we're going to take a break. And we're back. <laughs> Just got this dog staring at the camera. All right. So, uh, Roland is under the protection of the Acostas, uh, saying that he believes Severina is being framed for, mo- for murder. Uh, Kinsey and Pax are back at the uh, saloon with Marshall Yen and Eli. <laughs> um, uh, the radio has just clicked on Kinsey. Roland has, uh, has spoken through it. Uh, you interrupt Eli's conversation about the time he got his heart broken uh, <laughs> as you rush over to the radio and he goes like, all right, and then takes a drink <laughs> and then like kind of like sits there like in a stupor. Ro- uh, Ro- Ro- Roland, Roland, do you copy it? Oh, good. You're fine. I assume. Uh, well, you know, Paxomus didn't make it, but she's okay now. What? No. Yeah. I'll tell you about it later. Uh, Where are you? What's going on? I'm in essentially a waiting room to speak to Severina Costa. You're... I'm sorry. Just going to talk to her? Why am I... Well, you were kidnapped. I apologize if thinking perhaps there wasn't time to do the sort of subtle version of this investigation. Well, well, look, um... The the finer points are, uh, it was Sierra Phillips who took me. She is working as a Jimmy for the Gatti family, who uh, are very annoyed with us for taking their things and tricking them. Yep. Yes. Oh, uh, Kinsey, I already told them all that. Oh, you told them about the... 
Wait, so what What are you doing with uh, Severina Costa? Well, I figured that, you know, two of, I guess three of you were solving the immediate Sierra Phillips wants to kill us problem. I'm trying to solve the Gati family wants to kill us problem. What? All right, then carry on. Uh, I have complete faith in you. Uh, do you need backup or anything? No, it's going fine, for the most part. Um, if you do see more security officers outside Umbra's, I wouldn't antagonize them. They have been antagonized enough for the moment. <laughs> should, should They've we, been uh... antagonized exactly the right amount for the moment. <laughs> <laughs> well, well done. Uh, does that mean, should we should we open up and pretend as if everything's normal, or stay uh, cooped up? No, I mean, yeah, you should you should open up. Yeah, oh. open up. Right, we'll do. Uh, Roland, please be careful. This this could go very very badly for us. Are you just now realizing that? I just, you know, sometimes I like to over communicate, you know. So I need to make sure that you know it, because I think we all know it, right? Yeah, well, um, uh, I've got to go pour her drinks with a whiskey down a toilet. Um, okay, I'll probably be back tomorrow in the evening, I would guess. All right, well, I'll leave the radio on just in case, okay? Okay, don't, do not contact me, I will contact you. Oh, no, 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 yes, yes, for sure. Thank you for over-communicating, I appreciate that. All right. Uh, what, hold on, before you go, uh, what was your call sign? We didn't... We didn't make one up. Oh, okay. Should you have one, I'd feel weird saying Roland, 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 Roland over an unsecure frequency. The only other person who has access to this frequency is the Cloud Cutters, who are now the Riveteers, who you're literally related to. Well, you know, you never know who's oh, listening shit. in the city. They might show up. You should be ready for that. <laughs> I think of you got kidnapped. <laughs> oh, oh, great. Um, is there an LRC between here and where they are? Or, oh, where are they? Oh, dear. I, I do not know. It's great. the nature of long, long, long form communication on this planet we've all lived on for a number of years. Well, uh, <laughs> perhaps uh, if they come in within radio distance, they'll, they'll hail us before they enter the city. Uh, otherwise, I guess I'll just keep my eye out. I mean, you can sell and send an LRC. <laughs> That's probably a good idea. Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, basically just keep an eye out. Just wanted right. you to have a heads up. Well, good, good luck then. Oh, and if Marv and the gang come by the bar, tell them they still owe me the rest of the day, and I will collect at some point. Oh, all right. I don't know what that means, but... I'll, I'll tell. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Good luck, Roland. Kinsey, you didn't you didn't disappear for this conversation, right? Like Pax, you can hear all this and all that. It, right. Yeah, I think I just I'm just behind the bar. Okay. I just didn't know if you had anything to add, Pax. No. I don't. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did. Can he ask him where he is? Um, so where exactly is this waiting room, uh, Roland? Well, 
it's sort of a rather very nice apartment on, you know, the upper mid-level. It has its own restroom, which is quite nice. I am locked in, but that's sort of by design. <laughs> it's like that the, the east ward or something of the of the central level. <laughs> You're able to give them enough to sh- uh, instruction yeah. to know where you are. East ward of the central level. Okay, I've got that memorized, and I'll write it down later when I have time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Just. Can you hear? Can you hear me? Are you pushing the button? Yeah. Uh, I'll stick it in the thing. <laughs> um, Roland, just. I know, I know you're really smart and everything, and I, I, I do, I do trust you, but just be really careful. These, I, just be really careful. They, they're, they're maybe not as smart as you, but there are a lot more of them. I promise you, I will be fine. Okay. Okay. Yes, yes, Eli, I'm getting your drink now. Calm down. <laughs> yeah. Well, hmm? Yeah, let me know then. <laughs> and now I'll open up the bar for business. Okay. Um, so as Kinsey's opening up the bar, I will take Marshall Yen and, and show him where he can breast. Uh, at, in, the, in, like, in the back room? Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, is it is it in like one of the? Are you letting him sleep in Roland's hammock? <laughs> um, if he wants to sleep in Roland's hammock, he can. I can also take Roland's hammock because I have an actual bed, which is nicer. It's pretty high up. People don't look up. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. So, any well, that's Kinsey's bed. You probably don't want to sleep in that one. But um, Roland's mine. We've also got an extra bedroll somewhere if you want to sleep in none of those places. But you should probably get some rest, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, um... He, like, looks up at the bed for a second longer. I'll, I'll go ahead and... Uh, I'll sleep in, in Roland's hammock. You can have your bed. Okay. Okay. And then, uh... uh he does choose to rest at that moment. <laughs> um, just let... Just come into the kitchen if you need anything. Don't come out to the main room. Um, that way. It, we don't have, like, a rough-and-tumble clientele, but right, we're I mean, not used to the it, law down here. It, it's fine. I'll, I'll I'll try to be out of your guys' hair in the next couple of days. You're not. 
I just figured you had your thing going on, so you probably don't want. Always a thing going on. I just don't want to impose. Roland's whole thing is that he's always got a thing. Yeah, yeah, I heard. Anyways, uh, this is this will do me fine. I'll go ahead and get some shut eye. Okay. Uh, impacts. Yeah. Glad you made it. Me too. I'm glad you're here. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a very nice uh, accommodations, he says. And then he tries to get in the hammock smoothly, but no one can get in a hammock smoothly. I can get into a hammock smoothly. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, he's like, it swings up one way as he tries to get in. And then he like has to like kick his legs over and kind of roll into that weird little, like, now he's trapped and then like inch himself back over. And he's like, you can, you can turn out the light. <laughs> That's not a problem for all of us. I get blood on my memory foam pillow. Do you come back out into the kitchen? Yeah. I'm there uh, preparing the meadow flower seeds with a little bit of Munson spice so I can just have some bar snacks out. I'm like, no, 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 no. You, you need to sleep too. Go to bed. I'm, I'm not doing the kitchen today and. and, and I've already sent for for uh, Harry. She'll, when she shows up, we can get the kitchen going. Just you, you should sleep too. Uh, I mean it. Oh, okay. Go on. Right. Two. I'm go. I'm going. God. Crazy kids. I'm not gonna <laughs> set up. Hang out with you. Like, I guess I go to bed. Okay. Uh, partway through that, that kind of evening time where Kinsey's running the bar, Roland is waiting, um, Pax, there's a point where you hear in the darkness of the room, Pax, you up? Yeah. This, I mean, this pillow's nice. This hammock ain't so great. You could come up here if you want. It's a real bed. All right then. <laughs> Cut away. Uh, <laughs> Few of them are just so bad at flirting. <laughs> uh, Kinsey, you're running the bar, uh, and um, uh, later in the evening, way like way later, Roland's probably actually resting at this point. Uh, Kinsey, you're running the bar. Bo- both. Um, uh, hey, uh, was it Hazel and, um, I forgot your dealer's name. Eugene. Eugene. Uh, Hazel and Eugene, um, are both, uh, unav- they, they got the day off. They were told they would be paid to not work today. <laughs> oh, that's right. Sure. Um, but you're able to bring, uh, bring Harry in. Um, she's a little hard to get to, but you managed to like put out word with like, you know, just people in the lower level being like, Hey, have you heard about Harry? Can you spread out? Like, and uh, it's pretty late in the night. Um, Eli has, uh, left at this point. The bar's pretty empty. You're just kind of awake and like cleaning things down. Um, and, uh, you're alone 
and um, the door slides open. You look up, and you see Harry there. Yeah. Well, good evening to you, Harry. <laughs> and then she rushes up and gives you a hug. <laughs> oh, I, I guess you heard. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad you're all right. I I appreciate it. You know, uh, luckily, Pax and uh, her friends showed up just in the nick of time. So, uh, did did everyone make it all right? Uh, so far, everything's uh, running smoothly. We'll see how Roland comes back to us, but it'll probably be sometime tomorrow. I'm sorry, what? Oh, um, Roland is just trying to solve the problem of, well. Sorry, who was it you're trying... It's the canoes, right? You're trying to... Oh, yeah. Sa- uh, yeah, Sa- Salem Salem is a friend. Um, All right, yeah. Uh, I mean, but... why? Wait, what is what is Roland up to? How did things go with Salem? I mean, he... he I, didn't, I didn't get to see him afterwards. Uh, I mean, talking with him went, uh, I think, as smoothly as... Talking to any member of the family could possibly go, and again have Roland to thank for that. Uh, but uh, he kind of uh, <clears throat> tasked us with figuring out who killed his friend. So uh, they're being kidnapped, kind of put a damper on that. I'm sure we'll get to that at some point. And right now, Roland is elsewhere. She sits there for a little bit, unsure what to say, and she goes, uh, so you, you need me to uh, attend bar, yeah? So you can get some shut-eye? I'd appreciate it. Would you like something to eat uh, before I go to bed? I mean, you always look so skinny. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, nah, I mean, it's, been, it's been a minute. I'll, I'll eat. What? Just... Uh... Hold down the fort for a second. I'd like to make her something nice and comforting. So I think something that comes from my personality and my heart at that moment. Uh, yeah. Absolutely, I would like you... Oh, from your personality, from your heart. Oh, that's, that's bad. <laughs> um, no, but I will, I will let you... Um, so you roll... Go ahead and roll. You can still roll uh, Tenacity... Because uh, that is the basis of your cooking. Um, right. Uh, since you're trying to be a little more emotional with it than you normally are, uh, I will give you a negative. Uh, we'll put you at sure. a minus two. <laughs> minus two, sure. <laughs> it's like a called shot making of a meal. Just <laughs> through sheer force of will. It doesn't taste good. <laughs> Wow. Man, that's four hits. Didn't even have to use my reliability for that one. Uh, fantastic. Uh, so you make you make an excellent little spread for her. Um, like, several different food groups. Uh, you, even, you even break open uh, the cooler to, like, grab uh, some of the, like, fruits that you have. Um... He opens the cooler, his finger's in there. <laughs> oh, yeah, your, fi- your finger is in there. <laughs> <sighs> there you are, old friend. Get a little pink. Move it off to the side. 
And you grab some grapes. <laughs> some grapes and slices of cheese. I make her a little dip and some crackers. Yeah, and you bring it out. You walk out, and she is, like, sitting there. She's, like, getting things sorted behind the bar. And then uh, she looks over and sees the, like, the, like, truly nice meal that you've made her. Like, you've made her meals before on the fly. Like, you obviously didn't need to put all this work into this meal. And she bursts into tears. No, you don't. It's all right. I'm sorry. Are you lactose intolerant? (laughs) No. 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 God, no. It's... It's great. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, sorry, I'm sorry. You know, it's it's really late, and um, um, you know, it's it's just a, uh, it's nothing. Don't worry about it. It's really nice. Yeah, yeah. And I'll uh, use the spigot and give a little pour of soda water. Come on now. What, what's what's going on? I, I think I'm I messed up, Kenzie. I messed up bad. I don't know. I don't know. Where's Roland? What did you do? Where's Where's Pax? I I was gonna tell. I was maybe. Uh, gonna... Hold on. I'll, I'll I'll go get her. She, she needs to hear this. I think. I'll knock uh, on the door. Uh, Pax, you uh, and um, Leonard are awoken. It's presumptuous of you. (laughs) (laughs) It's hours later. (laughs) Uh, Is I should should I? No, 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 no. Stay. I'll I'll be right back. Okay. Give him a little kiss. Uh, and yeah, and then I'll like. Can S- do sorry, Pax. Um, uh, Harry's here. I think something might be wrong. Oh. She's okay, but she's a little bit shaken. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, and I'll like go out to the front or wherever she is. She looks a little more put together at this point. She's eating a little bit of the food, um, and she's just kind of sitting there. And she looks at you, and like tears well up in her eyes again. And then she looks down. And, like, kind of steals herself away. I flipped the sign on the door. Just in case, you know. Hey. Hey. Is that... She, like, points at her throat. I'm okay. Okay. I... I I did something I've been doing something not so great and I didn't think that I had much of a choice and I I honestly don't know that I do anymore uh, still but I it's just you know Kinsey got taken you had to run off and I think, I think maybe, I've been, when you guys, so you guys hired me, and I, I did appreciate it, and it was really good, and you've been showing me lots of great stuff, um, 
uh, I, you know, and pay me really well. Uh, I, I know I'm a shit bartender, but I just, you know, when, when Mr. Riggs came to collect, you know, payment, he saw me and I kind of work for Morales from time to time. I mean, she, she's the one who gives us all all work and and you know i don't work for her all the time i mean you know since salem i caught the eye of salem i do i do business with for the canoes from time to time nothing big i mean i'm not trying to brag or nothing it's mostly just moving stuff around um but i mean you know morales she she kind of controls everything around here and well so she you know leo must have uh, mr riggs must have told her that i work for you guys and so she called me in uh, shortly after and well she just you know she three drifters in the station she you know needed she told me to i've been telling her what's been going on around here so she knows about tefram yes she knows everything I didn't, you know, I, I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't tell her, like, I, you know, she kind of put it together, but I didn't, you know, tell her that I was thinking you guys was gonna do something against it, but like, I mean, she must have seen it from the get-go, she must have known that you guys were, you know, were, were, were something that she had to keep an eye on, she told me to keep an eye on you, and I mean, it's, I thought, you know, it, she, she's called the shots for so long, but I, I think she's, I think you're right, I think she has something to do with Ephraim's death, and, and, I don't know. I figure. I figure Salem. Maybe Salem can protect uh, me. Us. The whole Umbras, right? I mean, if we got, if you're working with Salem now, right? Then if we're working with Salem. Then we she, were working with Salem. We weren't working for the family. What you've done is put us under the protection of the family, which makes us beholden to them. Well, they. I mean, they ain't so bad. They pay their people good. I mean... I understand that comparatively between Captain Morales and uh, Salem, Bahara, perhaps, yes, they, they probably treat their people fine. I'm sorry, that's not the point right now. Uh, so right now, uh, sorry, are you still working for Captain Morales now? I, I mean, as far as she knows, yeah. It's not like I like sent her a severance letter or nothing. No, I, I just, I just, you know. I have to believe that you care more about Roland's safety than your bond with Captain Morales. And so, I, I'll tell you. This. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be telling you nothing if, if I, if I was still working for her. I mean, at this, at Roland's this... about to talk to Severina Costa. What? And about, I, about what? I, I, you know, I always go into these things thinking that I know what Roland's going to say or the deals that he's going to make, and almost always I'm completely wrong, so I couldn't tell you that. Uh, but he is trying to get that particular family off of our backs, which I believe puts us in direct con uh, conflict with perhaps Captain Morales, depending on who she is most 
working for. I mean, that's that's kind of what I was saying. I think she mostly works for the the Canoons, right? So for the Canoons. If if I can convince Salem to kind of make his relationship with you a little more known, you know, to 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 step up for you, then 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 Morales gets off your back. She gets off my back, and and we can we can make the best of this thing, right? And and it doesn't matter what you're trying to do. And and you know, we can we can work with Salem. Salem's you know reasonable. If we can. If you guys got beef with with Morales, we can we can make something happen. We can do something. I don't know how Acosta factors into that, but Salem's real smart. He can figure something out. I mean, what Salem would probably figure out is a way to put the Canoons in control via station, if anything. I mean, taking out somebody that he has a working relationship with, that would come with a cost. Pax, you've been, you've been real quiet. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't, I just, I, you know, it's, I. Carrie. Okay. So, what I'm gonna say sounds initially bad okay what what you did is pretty bad it puts us in a not great spot because the thing is is that with Roland's skill set and with Kinsey's skill set we can almost always work our way out of a situation if we have the information. So so it isn't it isn't great. That I think was a mistake. But I think it's an understandable mistake. And I'm not mad at you. Okay? Okay. Okay. And we're gonna be fine. Okay. Okay. So, but I think if it's okay with you, Maybe you hang out with us, do your shift, pick the music on the jukebox, okay? And Kinsey and I will figure it out. And you're going to be okay. We're going to be okay. I I mean, I... I really think if if we just, you know, talk to Salem. So, here's the thing about that. Salem gave us a job to do. He wants us to find out who killed Ephraim. And until we do that, we're not we're not assets. So, we have to resolve that first 
and and then and then maybe we'll talk to him and and maybe he'll be able to protect us he already likes you he can already protect you but we want to protect you too so just hang out and and Kinsey and I are going to talk it over and I'm not mad and and I think the thing that the the thing you learn from this is that you got to figure out even if you're in a corner you got to figure out who is the person you want to stand in the corner with right because even if you're backed into a corner someone can always join you there and help you okay you yeah. don't have to operate out of fear you don't you're so powerful that's easy for you to say no I'm talking about you I can't do what you do Pax <laughs> neither took me two weeks to figure out a lock Roman made uh, well, if at your age, I wouldn't have been able to do it at all. Yeah, yeah. You sound like Salem now. What? Maybe he's right. Maybe you start listening to me and him. Maybe you're not, like, so bad. So I can put whatever I want on the jukebox, yeah? Within reason. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Hey. What are you? She like looks around. What did I just say? What are you? Strong. Say it or you can't touch the... Mm-hmm. No, no. She said powerful. Powerful? You gotta say it. No, say, say it. the whole sentence. I am powerful. And then you can do whatever you want. I am powerful. All right. God, you don't have to, like, be weird about it. You're, you're making it weird, not me. You're making it weird. Whatever. I'm going to go put on some music. All right, fine. Eat your dinner. Okay? All right. Jeez. She, like, grabs the plate and walks over to the jukebox with the plate. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we go back to the kitchen. Yeah, we go to the kitchen. <laughs> so this isn't great. This is very bad. No, that's very, very bad. Um, well, I don't imagine Roland's going to antagonize the Acostas as much as possible. But if it's... It's just weird, right? It's weird that Captain Morales knows about Ephraim and just kind of lets Roland walk in and talk about it, right? What what is going on? I don't know. The thing is, is that I'm pretty sure something something that Leonard said was that this is neutral territory. Right. And that all of the families have to kind of 
operate with permission and that through the station master and 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 sergeant morales captain morales that they control the station they control the tempo of the station and so what i kind of am worried about is that they you know of course they don't share information that's like you know for their families only or or whatever but like i'm worried that they share information to keep the peace and that the the power balance is at the moment off because as far as we know the Gatees didn't clear what happened to us right and so now Morales who has left us unaccosted for months knowing everything means that we're she doesn't think we're a threat in that arena not, not only that she has I a think plan. she, she thinks a backup plan I think we're doing so far exactly what she wants us to yeah and so hopefully hopefully whatever's whatever Roland is doing works hopefully and he's not just gonna not gonna be taken by surprise Stab, you know, like stabbed in like stabbed in the back like he might see it coming but like that doesn't stop them from doing it so I hope my there's nothing we can do if we go over there and we try to get him out we're we're leaving we're leaving this whole station I don't think there's any chance of us going to break him out that doesn't end in all of us dead I mean I- eventually but we could you know, hook up with your mom or mm. like, go to the wastes. Or... <laughs> oh god. Right? Like, we would have some time. Look, um... But I don't, I don't think that that's like, I don't think that's what Roland would want to do. Ah, you're right. I, I think we have to wait for Roland. I think best case scenario... He calls oh. us and we tell him. Well, well, absolutely, regarding this, but I mean, regarding the whole situation, I think best case scenario, the the uh, the canoes acted against Ephraim without consent of uh, of of Salem Bahara, which puts Salem at war with his own family rather than at war with us. Yeah, I think I think Roland's plan was to deflect on blame onto Captain Morales. Well, right now in this situation, we've got three uh, three prominent families involved. Yeah. I would not be surprised if Roland pit them all against each other 
and then also yeah. somehow against the other two. Yeah. But hope I mean Oh, I don't. So now I, now I need to sleep. Oh my god. So we um pack a bag. All right. Uh, we're not leaving. But no, no, just we have to be ready. Yeah. Okay. And I'm gonna, I guess, I'll take a shift with Harry. Um, and yeah. So, uh, Kinsey and Pax, you pop out for a second into the main bar. Harry is sitting on the jukebox eating the last of her food. And Kinsey? Bobby Klein is playing. Yes. What? And it starts off. It's like you, how did she figure it out? I don't fucking believe it. It's like a, a very twangy, like instrumental intro for a while. Like that's like you you catch it first, right? Like there no lyrics have been said yet. Yes, you're walking. You're like, wait a second, and you like walk out, and she's sitting there, and she's like, you know, just like shoveling your food into her mouth and like sitting on the thing and like eating and like nodding her head and like kicking her feet. And you realize right before the lyrics start, you're like, wait a second. No, this is a Bobby Klein song. I've heard this one. And it's, uh, Grifter went down to Waypoint. He was looking for some spurs to steal. <laughs> he was on blind because he was way behind and he was willing to make a deal. When he came across this young man picking on a banjo and playing it hot, and the Grifter jumped on a hickory stump and said, boy, let me tell you what. I bet you don't know, but I'm a banjo player too. And if you care to take a dare, I'll make a bet with you. Now you play a pretty good banjo, boy, but the grifter, give a grifter his due. I bet a banjo gold against your spurs, because I think I'm better than you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll go up to Harry. Am I a good distance away from Pax? Is the music loud enough that I can... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Pax is, like, getting the, the bar ready, and Harry's just kind of sitting there and, uh, like, eating food. You're able to walk over to her really quick. How'd you get this to play? Wasn't that hard? You're very good, you know that. You're very good. Look, it ain't hard to notice. If you wanna <laughs> if you wanna make it a little more convincing, you gotta make the song line up with whatever it says is playing. Make up a fake artist or something. Also, I don't know why you're hiding this guy. This guy's good. Don't, don't tell, don't tell Pax. Don't tell Ru, this is happening, all right? What, is this you or something? This guy's really good. I love his stuff. <laughs> that's, that's very kind. They're telling me I'm not as talented as... His name is Bobby Klein, all right? Oh, uh, yeah? I never yeah, heard big. of him. He's uh, he's based around... Uh, what's what's the name of the town? Soldina. He's, he's based around Soldina. He's not big yet, but I'm planning... To make him the biggest star hmm. in all the Badlands. She like hops off of the jukebox, finishes her plate, and goes, How's he gonna be the biggest star if you're hiding that you're playing him? She, well, like, honestly, dro- <laughs> drops I'm her counting. fork on the plate, like with a point, like as if it's a period yeah. or a sense. <laughs> I, I was planning on maybe, you know, like a record salesman pops in and I can like secretly put it on and then he'd hear and be like, This guy's really good, you know. You think a lot of, you- a lot of, you know, 
musical industry people come through the lower levels of Tobias Station? You think that's a you, thing? You never know, you know. Mm. Mm-hmm. And you think, and you think if that does happen, you'd be able to to tell that that's what they do. I assume they'd be bragging about it, you know. <laughs> Look, I don't know what their deal is with this guy. But this guy, I mean, he's better than half the people in this box. He should get his own button. Give him a button. Kinsey, give him a button. <laughs> right. Look, I'll, I'll come up with another artist name. Just like, don't say... Nah, we're way past is. that. Give him a button. <laughs> look, look, no, no, hey, Pax! No, come, damn it! <laughs> Pax! What is happening? Nothing, nothing's happening. It's all right. Nothing's happening. We're just, I, I'm going to get some shut eye, and Harry's going to take care of the bar, right, Harry? I don't know. She looks at the jukebox, looks at you. Pax, who do you think this is? Give him the button. Give him the button. Um, oh, I don't know. Yeah, it says it's Susan Green. Does it sound like a Susan Green to you? No. Is it broken? No, it's not broken. Uh, Do you like this song, Pax? It's okay. It's a little twangy, but... I like it. Harry really likes it. I do. This is one of my favorites. (sighs) This ain't the first time I played in the bar, but, you know, the only other person who put it on was Kinsey. Yeah, I know. Is don't this... don't tell Roland, okay? Is it's Bobby Klein. It's Bobby Klein. Yes. Why didn't you play this song? <laughs> I just liked his earlier works. You know, it's more no. Raw that is really... bad. That is okay. bad. This is okay. Maybe good. It's okay. It's twangy. It's too twangy for me. Right. I mean, it is a banjo song, so. Yeah. But there are a few acoustic guitars. There's that one where he's playing with the band that's not bad, right? I have uh, I heard that. I'll, I'll put it on next. You know, I just I just looked at uh, yeah. So like they could say a chorus is like fire on the mountains, rumbles run, <laughs> <laughs> grifters in the house of the rising gun. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Um, I just noticed that there was rising sun in. <laughs> I didn't realize the self-referential uh, uh, narrative of Bobby, Cl- Bobby Klein songs until just now. <laughs> the Bobby Klein uh, uh, cinematic universe. <laughs> All right, I, I, I won't, I won't tell Roland. But I mean, this isn't like bad. Tell you what, I'll give him a button, Harry, and if. Roland happens to come by and notice that there's Bobby Klein. I hope that he will just put it on without question, just to see if that's correct, and then he'll be impressed. Right? That's a good plan. I mean, just make sure it doesn't play the earlier stuff that we've heard and almost killed you over. (laughs) Wait, you almost killed me? I mean, you almost got dead, but like... That doesn't sound like it's any different. I mean, I didn't. I didn't. We just remember we we walked separate ways, and then you <laughs> ran into right. that you know, scavenger, and then fair. he tried to like get us killed, and yes. I went the other way. Right. Right. 
Good move for you. I should have gone that way. I wonder how she is. Who cares? Hey, she was nice. I mean, not really. Eventually. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to work on putting a button on the jukebox. I think I gave her a gyrocopter. You gave her something to to leave on. I don't remember what it was. Um... Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, Kinsey, when you go back there, um, Leonard's a- asleep, so don't just be quiet. Be quiet. Both. Yeah, you two should. You should. You two should rest up. I can. I can run the bar. I mean, even Eli's not here, right? Do you? Do you want to be alone? Uh, I mean, you'll wake up if I shout, right? Yeah. Then I'm fine. Are you sure? Yeah, you're there. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, and so, Kinsey and Pax, you go into the back room to rest up. Uh, and uh, Pax starts climbing up to her lofted bed. And, Kinsey, you notice the hammock is empty. And so is your bed. And that's where we're going to end tonight's session. <laughs> Thank mm-hmm. you.